0: we came out with the first podcast uh, episode, which was more or less just like pretty much a live stream. Um, That wasn't really, (laughs) it wasn't super professional. I mean, not that this is necessarily going to be super professional. We're still kind of learning and figuring everything out. But the first episode was nonetheless not super great. (laughs) Right,
1: right. We learned a lot, though.
0: Yeah, especially about exporting files from an iPhone. That is a nightmare (laughs) and a half. Um,
1: so we do have a full house
0: tonight, so it is, we do have a little bit of background noise going on, so please excuse that, but, um, uh, so we've done a little bit of a revamp. Yes.
1: Um, instead of doing your news stories that you can find on your own, we're gonna do deep dives into technologically based ideas. (laughs)
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we'll be working it in four episode series, um... The goal is to probably have them be, you know, around an hour, 45 minutes, and we're going to, you know, take little pieces, bite-sized pieces of bigger topics so that we can put them together in a series. So, uh, this series, we're starting out with the internet, porn, and you. You. (laughs) (laughs) are so excited. (laughs) Porn! It's going to be, it's going to be awesome. Um, so... Why don't you tell us a little bit about your summer, because it was crazy.
1: So, after the first episode, I think it was shortly afterwards, Mm -hmm. I went to Africa for five weeks, and I studied rocks, and (laughs) hiked mountains, and did. I made maps, and then I came home, and slept uh, like a whole bunch yeah ate some cake had yeah. a mini heart attack yeah i took one bite of cake i think it was the second day i was back in america and my face filled with pain because americans put so much sugar in everything they don't do that in africa no <laughs> they don't do that at all no
0: um so yeah super fun times in Africa doing rock that's a rock fact (laughs) yeah um so we we were doing that and uh you were doing that we weren't doing that I wasn't (laughs) doing that I wish that would have been really awesome if I was doing that but it was just you alone well not alone with with a bunch of strangers (laughs) yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um meanwhile so she got home and then Mm -hmm. almost immediately afterwards i went on this crazy 10-day road trip where i went to go see massive attack in minneapolis which was super great and amazing and then went to um chicago for like a second to see a friend there and then i drove all the way from chicago to maryland which is super far away, and I drove to Baltimore, which is, like, all the way on the farthest side of Maryland, (laughs) and that was great. Um, Saw some friends there, got to hang out, and then I went and saw a block party in Washington, D.C., and that was absolutely spectacular, and then I immediately turned around and came home, and I got to see literally every single state in the Midwest, (laughs) I'm pretty sure, yeah. Such
1: a long drive.
0: It was, I drove over 3,500 miles. Jesus. Yeah, dude, it was
1: length of America. It, it
0: literally <laughs> is and yeah so it's it's been a crazy summer um, so now we finally get to get back together and we've restructured a little bit so things will be a little bit more seamless and uh, yeah so now presenting porn on uh, the internet yeah, with you. The, with you.
1: You and porn on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright so you want to start us off with some history? Yeah so just to uh, give everybody a quick rundown of porn and how it's not new it wasn't created with the internet and uh, in fact it dates back to prehistoric times Um, we see them in figurines and depictions um, back when people just had to do stuff all the time without the technology we know yeah dick
0: statues Yeah,
1: the (laughs) venus of Wallendorf or whatever I remember learning about that in high school and she was just like this lumpy voluptuous (laughs)
0: Lumpy. lump
1: <laughs> I don't remember her having a face. Maybe she does, but I remember just, like, a little lump. Um, she was a fertility statue, so it's not quite porn, but um, they also had, you know, like, the drawings on the cave wall and stuff. like. Yeah,
0: so sexual depictions yeah. going back from, like, the beginning of time.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, cutting to 1748, we have the first erotic novel, Ooh. Uh, written by John Cleland, it's called Fanny Hill.
0: Mind you, this is written in England, and Fanny is <laughs> slang for vagina. Yeah, so. Not your butt,
1: like <laughs> we
0: say here. <laughs> yes, Fanny Hill, Vagina oh Hill. Oh my
1: god, um, do you want me to do a reading? Yeah, I would love to hear a little Just bit. Just a quick, quick little excerpt of Fanny Hill from 1748. Being now too high-wound up to bear a delay, he unbuttoned, and drawing out the engine of love assaults, drove it currently as at a ready-made breach. Then, then, for the first time, did I feel that stiff, horn-hard gristle battering against the tender part. (laughs) But imagine to yourself his surprise when he found, after several vigorous pushes, which hurt me extremely, that he made not the least impression. (laughs) Dick game (laughs) weak. Dick game weak as fuck. (laughs)
0: So yeah, that was great. I think that's probably the most accurate interpretation of the female sexual experience written yeah. by
1: a man ever. Oh, <laughs> all yeah, time. yeah, which is highly impressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, um, that can be found in its entirety on the internet. <laughs> it's High out am. there for free. So then we jump forward to 1826, and this is when photography um, was invented. I believe it was invented in 1826. Yeah. And uh, not surprisingly, porn <laughs> followed soon after. Um, then, based on all these, people were just, like, snapping pics of snatches and... uh, and Fannies. And fannies. Dinks. (laughs) Dinks
0: Dinks were getting photographed. Love machines. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Love engines. Love
1: engines. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so then we see, uh, the English Obscene Publications Act in 1857, which was the first law criminalizing pornography. And, um... This was applied to the United Kingdom in Ireland, and it made the sale of obscene material a statutory offense, giving the courts power to seize and destroy offending material. So almost as soon as porn entered into a modern sense of the word, mm-hmm. it was being regulated. And then uh, pornographic film followed, actually pretty short after, in 1895. The production of pornographic films um, followed the invention of the motion picture. And in 1896, the first um, movie showing a striptease was filmed. It was a risque French film, if you can believe it, and it just showed women (laughs) disrobing. Libertines. (laughs) And then um, that was so popular that uh, sexually explicit films... Started to be uh, produced and distributed in like secret porn societies starting in the 20s. So you had to like be in like these fancy clubs. So it's like fat life for the 20s. Yeah, yeah. You just (laughs) had to know somebody. You know a dude and then you get the goods. I don't want to know how you know that dude. (laughs) Hey, you guys want to buy some porn?
0: Just a shady background. alley man in France, just like the have gets the club for you. <laughs> in uh, 1969,
1: Denmark became the first country to abolish censorship, censor, cen- censor, pornography, which led to an even bigger explosion in um, producing porn. And they were still sold under the table in clubs at this time. And then in 1969, Blue Movie by Andy Warhol became the first... Actual adult erotic film depicting explicit sex to a wide thea- theatrical release in the United States. And I
0: feel like I for sure. And like, even like he did a version of Dracula, and that's pretty much just a fucking yeah. sexy, Bonetone. spooky rom. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, it's, I mean, it's still really good. It is like a line that I love from it where Dracula. Because he like has to like suck the blood of a virgin instead right. of like Classic. just like a hoe, you know. Um, and so he like says something like, "These whores are going to kill me," because <laughs> he like keeps sucking hell blood. And it's
1: like, yeah. well, you are what you eat. We apparently, will. we will. <laughs> uh, but that brings us all the way up to um, porn in a more more familiar way that we know it.
0: Yeah. So it was, like, available in, like, theaters and stuff like that. And then, I mean, I've been watching The Deuce, which is lovely. It's on HBO. It's really good. Um, So that kind of, like, inspired me to kind of want to focus on this because they're, like, going through, like, porn and um, kind of, like, sex work through the ages in, like, the, I think it's, like, 42nd Street yeah this is probably totally wrong but in New York City so like the crazy strip where like all the prostitutes hung out and like where they had like peep shows and stuff like that right and it kind of goes into like the the full on production of like what we know as modern pornography um And then all the way up to, like, you know, the 80s where they had the first, you know, CES conferences and they were actually looking at distributing adult content through VHS. So, I mean, this is obviously something that is not new. Right. And that, of course, brings us up to the (laughs) 80s, um, which is kind of when, you know, the late 80s was when the internet was pretty much in its infantile stage. And so um, before we had things like Pornhub and, you know, wherever you you know, whatever fine retailers you enjoy your pornography (laughs) from. Um, We had something called the Usenets. So the Usenets were really cool in, essentially, you would have a dial-up connection, and instead of, like, dialing up to the internet, you would use uh, a host, which would be able to connect you to a number for another dial-up modem where they had their entire library stored. So you were able to access things like erotic fiction and, like, that sort of thing. And you had access to, like, Excuse me, people's whole libraries. And, um, such a smart way to do things. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, exactly. I mean, it's kind of like inviting a stranger into your house and yeah, being yeah. like, look at my Playboy collections. <laughs> like, maybe, I don't, I don't know. You know?
1: You don't do have what to make eye want. contact. So yeah,
0: fine. at least you don't have to, like, look them in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. it makes it's perfect. Um,. So with the Usenets, and I'm sure, like, I I wasn't there, so I didn't get to experience it, which, like, makes it hard to kind of describe other than, like, just, like, a P2P (laughs) P2P (laughs) (laughs) connection. I just made a sizzling motion for all those (laughs) listening at home. Um, Like, a P2P connection in order to share files. Now, back in the day, like, personal computers didn't have, like, crazy awesome graphics. Like, things took, like, a bajillion years to download. And so because we couldn't download images directly uh the little inventive Boy, people good. of the early internets developed something called ASCII art porn. Oh my god, and it is beautiful. It's ab- it's art, it's honestly. It's
1: impressive as fuck.
0: Yeah, it puts the art in ASCII art. The moving art. ones? Oh my god, the gifs. Jesus. gifs. I'm pretty sure it's gifs. It's GIFs. I'm I'm going to fucking say it's, it's graphics. GIFs. Yeah, graphics. Yeah, graphics interface. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's where I'm at. So if, I'm going to say gifs because that's what I feel is right, you can hate <laughs> yeah. me all you want. Whatever. Um, so ASCII art is essentially, um, and we'll post a picture of
1: it in the Instagram. Oh yeah, you'll yeah. get
0: you'll get plenty of uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll get, get your you'll very get those own digits.
1: Show, <laughs> those digit literally.
0: Um, so back in the day when they were using file exchanges, they were using binary files um, or like they were using binary to transfer information. And so because of this, they were using numbers and characters and symbols to make, porn, essentially, so they are recreating images, like, pornographic images with numbers and symbols, and of course, like, everybody's seen, like, you know, the boobs and the butts with, like, parentheses and stuff like that, but some of this stuff is, like... It's really impressive. It's absolutely ridiculous, and I'm excited to post it so that you guys can see it on the Instagram, but, um... When I first saw it, I was...
1: No. Someone, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone, someone spent started... a lot of time really creating... Some
0: of them are really lifelike. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. It's so crazy. And the thing is, like, some of them are real bad. Some of them are very bad. Some of them are very,
0: very bad. Um, and then, so we also had things like teletext okay. images, which I mean, I'm sure if anyone grew up in like the early '90s and like had to play, um, freaking Oregon Trail yeah, on like yeah. gold fucking IMAX, like, I love that shit. Yeah, so it Oregon was the Trail same... Day was lit. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that was the best day of school. Like, it was like, oh my God, we're gonna play Oregon I Trail. So Sometimes. <laughs> organ trail. Have you played Organ Trail? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, that's that's my stuff right there. When I used to work night on it, I would just spend, like, eight hours just, like, perfecting my Organ Trail game. Yeah. It was good. Um, but so Teletext oh, is, like, very similar to ASCII. Um, back in the day before we had things like VGA compatibility, um, people would make these Teletext things, so they would come up as just, like, fluorescent neon green and pink and blue images on the screen, and some of those ones are real bad. (laughs) Um, But some of them are also really talented. In fact, there is a German project um, called Teletext Babes that has been going on since the early 90s and still has a major connection, and you can find that on the internet as well. Um so essentially like these people, like I mean, some of them, like, honestly you look at it and all you see is just like numbers and digits and everything and then like you squint your eyes and you're like, Oh damn, she getting it. Like it's like a real thing. Um, so that's pretty that's pretty crazy. And then um, that was that was pretty much the Usenet's involvement in that. It was just kind of like an open source sharing of pornography for the for the large part. I mean obviously people like There was different like forums and chat rooms it was kind of like reddit almost where you had like bulletin board (laughs) posting um but i find i mean as far as i can tell from any of my research the like the majority of traffic to some of these places was just for pornography and then of course some of those files like the the file sharing servers they discovered that this was going on, and so what they were doing is they monetized it. So if you wanted to access this, you had to pay for an access code, and that was also really bad because, uh, well, not really bad, but it was also kind of a problem because there was no way to verify age. And so, right. like younger kids were like getting they on didn't and even think about it either. Oh no, no, no! And I mean, there wasn't any kind of like parental controls right. like we have <laughs> why in modernity. It's fun. a brand new thing. We created this beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we unleashed it on the world in one go. It was it was pretty insane, and um, so that was like there was like a huge Time magazine. Um, cover where you can see like this kid and he's got like he's like typing on a computer and the blue light screen is like coming back on his face. Oh yeah. And his eyes are just the size of saucers and it's like the fucking porn
1: menace or like some crazy (laughs)
0: shit like that because you You know know
1: he's just staring at like a like housewife getting railed by a pizza delivery. But in symbols
0: (laughs) 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 made made with single and double digits. So crazy. Yeah. So then, of course, from the Usenets, it kind of evolved. Um, once the internet started getting more evolved, we have chat rooms.
1: Yeah, so anyone who kind of grew up um, essentially with the internet, especially the 80s and 90s babies, remembers chat rooms like an old friend. Oh, yeah. Um, I would say a good, like, maybe 3 to 5% of my formidable ears are spent <laughs> in the chat room. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of a lot. Um, so chat rooms, they first, the first chat system um, was created by the U.S. government, which isn't surprising since the government started everything. <laughs> <laughs> and that was back in 1971. It wasn't very sophisticated. Um, there's, I, I got all this information from Wikipedia, so I don't think there was a whole bunch of... Interesting about it, really, at all, except that it was created by the government. And then um, shortly after that, there were more public online chat systems created. There was Top Tacomatic um, that was created in '73, and then uh, those were on Play-Doh systems, and they only had six channels, hmm. and each channel only held up to five people.
0: So it's like an R- like a super tiny IRC yeah. chat. Okay. So
1: like. The best of the best we're getting in there. Oh, yeah. Um, and that, I think that was hosted at uh, the University of Illinois. so.
0: Yeah, so it was like a small, very yeah, private server. Probably kind for of a situation. specific
1: reason it was created. Yeah. Um, and then, fun fact they actually released a web version of Tacomatic in 2014. So it's still like somewhat relevant. Oh, yeah, still going strong. <laughs> um, Tacomatic never heard of it before this research so whatever yeah but the the first online um chat service like a dedicated chat service that was widely available to the public was the CompuServe um and this came out in 1980 and as soon as this hit the scene people wanted porn yeah like, it was created and people were like oh this is cool Where the titties at? Where the titties at, though?
0: (laughs) And, of course, I'm sure the majority of them were like, using it to probably exchange server addresses in order to get on the Usenets to get that sweet, ASCII ass. (laughs)
1: That sweet, ASCII ass. Putting the ass in ASCII. (laughs) Yeah, and then just to throw it back to um, what you were talking about, how there was no regulations and no age checking or any kind of anything. Hmm. It wasn't until um, 97, that they first began segregating minors from adult content right, using yeah. the CompuServes. and they used um, passwords and proof of age, which I'm sure you could still,
0: right? And lie. You just say, "Oh yeah, I was born in 19." Yeah, it was probably whatever. just a yes or
1: no question. <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Exactly. Like you know how you <laughs> go on like old enough. Yes. Cool. Old enough to party. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it's kind of like when you go to, like, beer or alcohol sales or, yeah. like, tobacco sales. It's like, what's your age? It's like, you don't just, know that. Yeah. You know, you haven't seen my ID. You don't
1: know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, you have about. no idea.
0: Yeah. So. I mean, so
1: many kids created, like, MySpace and Facebook pages. Oh, when... yeah.
0: I, I was underage, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I think everybody was, because I think you were supposed to be... I think it 18 was the...
1: I think 13 was... Facebook, Yeah.
0: Because it was, like, for... Because it was safe, you know? Yeah, like yeah. It wasn't. And, like, MySpace is like, you know, the tainted... Fucking
1: Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, man. I can't remember what the age limit was on MySpace, but I want to say it was
1: 18, because you had to, like, be... Because it was college created. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. I don't uh, know. I really was know. late to both things. I was very late to join both yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, so after, um... After the CompuServes hit the... Hit the scene. Um, that was when IRCs showed up in '88, and this was this had many peer-to-peer client chat rooms, so people could pair off if they wanted to, instead of like, oh, saying, so like private messages. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah so I mean, that, I've used an IRC. So, right. Yeah. So that was when that started to branch off into um, you know like the instant messages and stuff that we know. Not quite the same, but it was beginning. It was forming. Yeah. <clears throat> So then in the nineties, as we know, uh internet usage and users uh user numbers like through the fucking roof. Suddenly everyone was somehow able to get on the internet, hey, you whether got those it was
0: free AOL CDs. Dude, We had so <laughs> many of
1: those.
0: Just so we had a drawer full. Yeah, same. I'm pretty Just sure. Like, boop, my mom is. was like a huge computer nerd, so like I think I built my first computer when I was like twelve. Um so she, like, actually had, like, a repair business. So oh, we nice. had, like, a multitude of just fucking I don't, AOL I honestly don't know tests. where they
1: came from. My mom just had a drawer think, full of them. I think they came on, like, fucking phone books. Phone and books, Probably, like, like,
0: cereal boxes Yeah, I mean, something. I wouldn't be sad. Because you used to get fucking video games on cereal boxes yeah, and shit. Yeah. I remember when uh, uh, Treasure Planet movie? came out. Do you remember that mm, movie? I do oh, not. my God. It was, like, well, it's, like, I don't know what, like. Let me see when Treasure Planet came out, because now I'm just, like, now I have to, like, (laughs) I have to know. I have to know. Treasure Planet. Um... Okay, so Treasure Planet came out in 2002. Okay, okay. Um, I was all about it. It was, like, such a cool... Because it's, like, you know, like a planetary... Like, a fucking outer space version of of Treasure... Treasure Island? Yeah, the uh, the pirate shitty shit yeah yeah. yeah yeah right not <laughs> shitty but you know what i mean but shitty. yeah it's this that stuff um so it came out in 2002 and i remember with like uh mcdonald's happy meals they would give you like a fucking disc and it had that sweet fucking goo goo dolls but i don't want the world to see it because that was on the soundtrack oh, fuck. and then it had like a treasure planet game that you could play on your computer and that oh was like God. super dope yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. Bring it back. Yeah, dude. (laughs) Fucking give me discs. Give me them sweet discs. (laughs) sweet Ds. Give me them Ds. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, so with the internet growing and everyone having access to it, chat rooms were the fucking place to be. Mm -hmm. Everybody who was anybody was in a chat room at one point or another, and the cool thing about them is you were able to create lobbies that you wanted to be in. Like, mm-hmm. it started to spin off into anyone could create any titled chat room that they wanted to be in. And as kids, we were like, I'm going to go in the dick chat room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. She was like, uh, like that movie, um, Out Cold. I was oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you heard about them lesbian chat rooms? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. no, no haven't. And they're like, they're both on it. And yeah, like, yeah,
1: yeah. It was just like that. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, once you awesome. figured out that you could name your chat room whatever,
0: mm.
1: everyone, it was just a fucking free-for-all to get into the weird ones. Right.
0: And I know, like, DeviantArt was created in 2000, mm-hmm. and so um, they have, like, an internal chat system yeah. as well. And so they used it for, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, you could do, like, role-playing chats, and, like, sometimes those got a little steamy Dude. and saucy. And, like,
1: let's be real, like, a fifth of deviant art is just porn. It's literally just porn, which is fine. Yeah. That's totally, really it's okay. Art. It's great. An and it's a lot
0: of it is really good art. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so IRCs were IRCs and then just like nameable private chat rooms <laughs> that you yeah. could like do that stuff. Like those were immensely just getting popular. Fucking
1: weird in there. Oh, yeah. And that was another <laughs> problem with, uh, like underage children. Mm-hmm. Cause I was young as fuck in those chat rooms. And I know that there was gross, Older people talking to me yeah. really sexually explicitly, but they didn't, they totally knew I'd never lied about my age, yeah, which is even scarier.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely, and um, I mean, that that kind of That sort of stuff I mean there was the whole I don't know if you ever Encountered this In your chat room usage But I did the thing Called cybering Yeah Which is just Essentially cybering Was just cyber sex It was like Literally talking It was like sexting And you would just like Act out You know like sexual Whatever And that's the thing Is like you never Like you don't It's like I'm 14 I have no idea What sex is Like I don't get that You know I
1: touch your dink
0: (laughs) (laughs) I put my finger On your pee pee like it's just maybe not quite as innocent <laughs> yeah, right, you know but, but still it's, yeah it's like you know the farthest that i had ever gotten with a dude was like making out yeah yeah, so yeah. like
1: yeah because I think I was like 15 and I was in some sketchy chat room mm-hmm. and some dude started talking to me and I told him like I'm, I'm 15 whatever because ASL you yeah know? ASL <laughs> that's, that's where it's at yeah so it, I was honest and I think at the time he was like in his 20s oh, huh. but we talked we cybered like every yeah. fucking day yeah and that's gross and weird now that's that I super gross and weird. <laughs> when you think, think bad about, about it,
0: it you don't you and that's the thing is I feel like at that age you definitely like don't realize what's happening and I feel like just the ability to access pornographic content so explicitly and like in direct contact with other people definitely kind of like changed how it shaped
1: a generation
0: (laughs) oh yeah absolutely and I mean like you can see it nowadays like I'm not saying that it's a bad thing even necessarily it's just like you have so many more people that are like explicitly open about like sexual boundaries and things like that which is really great but it's like I feel like being exposed to it so early um, definitely had an effect especially because like I mean you know everybody looks at their dad's nudie mags oh yeah since the beginning of nudie mags. Like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But there wasn't necessarily an explicit one-on-one contact with another person um, in a sexual way. Yeah.
1: In That was so public. And it's such a gross thing, but it was also such a beautiful thing at the same time because it was just like a... I mean, minus the scary weird stuff. Right, right, right. But it was just like... To be involved in the internet at that time, mm. like, it, it's not like that today. No. And and I don't necessarily look back on it like, those were the good old years, but it's just like, I saw the groundwork <laughs> of what is happening. And...
0: Oh yeah, I can trace everything that we have access to that makes mm-hmm. our lives so much easier today Yeah, back to original ideas and thoughts and and experiences that I had on the internet. I mean, I don't really go on DeviantArt anymore, but, like, I have friends that I've made through that site that, you know, like, you're in direct contact with another person, and I feel like internet friends are, like, a really big thing, like, even, um, so I play Overwatch on PlayStation 4, and also on computer, and I have a couple of friends that I met, That were from Maryland, and I was like, "Oh, crazy! Like my best friends from Maryland, like or he lives in Maryland." And they're like, "Oh, wild, crazy!" And then when Patrick got better internet, he was able to start playing with us, and I was like, "Oh, come play with like me and these guys that I met. Like one of them's from Virginia, or one of them's from Virginia. Two of them are from Maryland. Um, Like let's all play together." And then they like started talking, and we all played together constantly for like we've been playing together now for two and a half years and um you know they met up and like started going to like adventure movie premieres and stuff like that yeah it's like yeah it's great i love it and then when i went to baltimore last september for the first time to visit patrick i got to meet them and those are like friends that i made on the internet and that's been like pretty much my entire life, I mean, at least, like, in a formative sense, and, like, being an adult that, like, recognizes human connection and interaction, like, I've always had, you know, friends on the internet, that were people that I talked to every day, sometimes more than my real friends (laughs) in real (laughs) life, and there's something so crazy and special About connections that you have with someone on the internet that you're never gonna necessarily meet in real life. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to like tell lies. You don't have to like you know hide who you are. They don't. They They don't don't fucking know. Yeah, (laughs) they don't. Yeah, and you can like. Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) There's just like this super pure connection between two people across you know the country or the world, and it's really really crazy and awesome.
1: Yeah, it's super cool, and I'm super stoked that I got to see that. Yeah. it's weird now yeah the internet is i like
0: we thought the internet was weird back then the internet is weird now um so uh i think um so you were gonna go into some websites that
1: were you know some of the original ones here so um i found this uh site that just kind of um listed off some of the, sorry, I'm all distracted. Um. Oh no, you're good, I'm sorry. Shit, okay. So I found this article that talks about some of the um, early porn websites that first showed up, and I just wanted to take a moment to talk about them, and they were, there was a lot of the peer-to-peer stuff at first, but then it turned into like, porn sites (laughs) that we know and love today. Yeah. Um, yeah, The first one was was, uh, uh, (laughs) sex.com. Ooh, (laughs) sex.com. If you can believe it. Oh, wow. (laughs) I never would have guessed. (laughs) Yeah. It's hard to say for sure, but a lot of people have, like, pooled their memories together, and they're like, yeah, sex.com. There was a whole bunch of drama around this, um, and you can read it on x3guide.com if you want to get into the drama. But basically... Um, the dude that bought sex.com, he bought a bunch of other stuff too, but he bought sex.com and he supposedly didn't want it to be porn, mm-hmm. sure, um, but he yeah, sold it, yeah. and the guy who bought it from him turned it into a porn site, because, because that's why not obviously what you do with sex.com. It's literally sex.com, yeah. like obviously. So there was this whole back and forth drama, because um, the dude who sold it was upset that it was turned into a porn site.
0: Why? How could you be upset? Have no idea. That's literally, you know, the the, the estimated conclusion What did you
1: think was going to happen on it? I don't know. I don't know. And he had to know the worth of it, because he fucking
0: bought it. Right, absolutely. I mean, he probably got it for super cheap, because yeah, like, yeah. the internet was a very new thing, and he probably sold it for a whole fuck ton of money.
1: Yeah. And then he went on later to create Match.com. Oh my god, what an entrepreneur. <laughs> small little world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Small, small little world wide web hey thanks dad Um, so after that um yeah wasteland was created in december 1994 and this featured bdsm femdom strap-ons in girls parentheses just so that everybody knows like just to make that specific distinction (laughs) strap-ons in girls girls. (laughs) Uh, spanking foot fetish Bonded sex machines. Okay. Sex toys, (laughs) leather, and real orgasms. Those were the tags. They're pretty hard to find. So, So right away, just like straight into the fucking weird shit, nothing vanilla was happening in porn at the beginning. 1994. What a time to be born. (laughs) (laughs) And then there was uh, Game Link uh, followed in March 95. And this was also, this went towards more of the um, lesbian bisexual, pay-per-scene, pay-per-minute, and you could also get uh, DVDs and Blu-rays.
0: Yeah, and I think mail order was probably pretty big yeah, back in the day.
1: Yeah, it was starting
0: to Oh, yeah, because you, really don't, you don't have to go to internet. fucking places like Video yeah. Blue and fucking gross, yeah, nasty, peep <laughs> show, play- yeah, the back
1: of Mr. Movies, <laughs> 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 you can just
0: order it just on the internet. Just order it on the internet, yeah, it's a beautiful absolutely. thing.
1: And then uh, Vivid uh, followed in April '95. That was also hardcore lesbian. Amateurs Ooh. showed up. Uh, vintage, Ooh. celebrities, parodies, and uh, porn stars. It was just a uh, porn stars were starting to make their way at this point
0: onto the the interwebs. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then in '96, we started to see more um, webcam. Um, hosting sites, and so that showed up in 96. And then things just continued on from there to get more niche, and now you can find a website on anything that you want, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, what is it, Rule 34? If it exists, there's porn of it. Mm, Yep. Yeah, so. That's...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the internet. Yeah, there's one, uh, it's called ALS Scan. Ooh. And uh, Public Nudity was one of the... (laughs) <laughs> the little subgenres small tits, fisting, petite, <laughs> beach, red insertions.
0: <laughs> I'm really I'm really happy that we didn't just like there was no, like, missionary, missionary, nothing. It was just straight it to the fisting. Like,
1: <laughs> What's the weirdest shit you're into? Let's make that first. Yeah, because we can hide it on the internet. There was no tiptoeing just, like, into like, porn on the no, internet. No, just a
0: full-on cannonball into yeah. fisting. <laughs>
1: yeah, just straight into fisting petite, small-titted girls on beaches. <laughs> With strap-ons. On girls, in parentheses.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, so, crazy, I mean we've seen, we see so much growth and so quickly, like, the internet kind of, like, it was there, and then it was everywhere, and it exploded, and, like, users were so much more, um, prevalent, it was, it was, it was insane, essentially, and, um, because of that, um, there was a huge problem, like, we were talking about earlier, with, like, children that were, like, getting into, um, getting into pornographic material much, much, much too early, and, of yeah. course, having direct interactions with people that were nefarious in their actions. Yeah.
1: It's one thing to be open <clears throat> and honest about your children with sex. It's a whole other thing to just throw them to the fucking horny wolves.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The horny, like, pretty much pedophile wolves. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, like, you've seen that movie Hard Candy. Oh, God. Fucking Ellen Page. Yeah. Fucking fantastic upsetting. film. <laughs> uh, very upsetting, but she fucking kills it, yeah, and it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> um. yeah. But just things like that, like, um, and then the problem with, um, you know, having completely open-ended everything and like having complete access to everything, like kids can get a hold of it, but also there was no way to monitor what was going on. Um, so the Usenets were especially bad with things like child pornography. So in 1998, there was, um, this, uh, huge call for the internet and the online industry to quote unquote as wired.com says uh clean up its act um and this was from a former head of the chicago-based internet service provider um for he had this this controversial plan to create a cleaned up version of the usenet is what they say here um so essentially What they did is in 1998, they pretty much purged child pornography from the Usenets, which is awesome. It was was great that we were finally, but that's when you start seeing kind of this um, final trend into things like parental controls and internet monitoring. And like they were having, you know, early ISPs or, you know, internet service providers actually looking into the content that was being shared online, which was a huge thing. Um, So let me pull this up here. Um, um Yeah, so like um, Oh my gosh, is it gonna it was letting me um, And this uh, this I mean this unfortunately is something that's still continuing on today. It's really it's yeah. really, really tragic. Um, and they're you know saying things like even 20 years ago. Like, this is such a prolific thing, and, like, it wasn't just you know, sexual abuse, it was, you know, like any kind of physical abuse, and it was being traded openly on the internet, and these people were also having the opportunity to interact directly with children that were in chat rooms, and and
1: share things like images. Which is fucking terrifying when you think about it. Yeah,
0: so I mean, the, the great thing is that push in 1998 means that now we're seeing things like parental controls, and we're actually able to kind of assess what people are seeing on the internet, and be able to hide images, and be able to hide sites from kids, um <clears throat> I remember when I was younger like um my mom always pr- tried to like set parental controls for what I could oh couldn't yeah go on yeah no we're
1: completely work. fucking oblivious to it. Well, my
0: mom was a big tech nerd yeah. so she I just like I always was able to skirt around it though because that right. was just like
1: my experience like cuz I like yeah, a fucking tech nerd. Had no idea. Yeah. They were barely older than me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and that's kind of I feel like the crowd that you were seeing when the internet was young like that as you were seeing you know, people that had no fucking idea what was going yeah. on, except for a very, very base knowledge that you were getting from, you know, minor tutorials from things like AOL discs, yep. and it was like ease of access stuff. Um, and that's the thing is, it's like. From what I can recall, and this is, like, from, like, a really dark, murky memory, is you had the AOL disk. If you had a dial-up modem, you were able to connect to the internet, and it gave you very basic services. Yeah. So it gave you, like, AOL instant Dude, you messenger. you got mail. You got, you got fucking mail. So you had email <laughs> for the first time, so you yeah. were able to email back and forth. And instant of course, messaging. Yeah. Transformative absolutely transformative um but at this point now like looking at 1998 and further on we're finally seeing like the introduction of like actual like legal backing for things like parental controls or not even parental controls but just for internet service providers to be monitoring the content that was you know passing through dial-up lines (laughs) 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 which is insane yeah um so yeah that's uh that kind of closes us out of the the 90s. So we went yeah. from you know the early 80s to, or sorry, the mid 80s to the late 90s, and that's, you know, in summation, what you were really looking at.
1: Yeah. Um, next episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the rise of the internet predators. So we're going to get further deep into um, how really sick people took over a yeah. corner of the internet. Yeah. Um, MySpace and uh, sex workers finding their way to the internet and what that looked like for them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that'll be that'll be a super cool episode. We I'm really excited to get into um, especially looking at sex workers making their way into the internet because, I mean, there's such a huge thing going on. And I'm sure we'll get more into it on next episode, but there's such a thing going on right now with the whole back page thing where yeah. um, sex workers aren't able to, like... Uh, safely and discreetly find clients and like have information on them to be able to protect themselves Um, So that's a really big issue right now. So um, I'm excited about that Um, To wrap it up here. Why don't we uh, talk a little bit about what games we've been playing? What are you playing? (coughs) Um, So, I've pretty much just been playing Overwatch. So, um, we are here in uh, Rapid City, and so we just have a new gaming lounge that opened up. Um, So, it's the Overclock. Overclock. Yeah, dude, Overclock. (laughs) (laughs) So, Overclock has been great. Um, We were there pretty much the opening weekend, and we've been going very frequently. Um, and so it's been super, super awesome to see. They've got a bunch of different gaming machines, they've got PlayStation, they've got Xbox, they've got they an Oculus setup, Rift, yeah. yeah, they've got an Oculus Rift set up in there, it looks like they've got, like, a Super Nintendo as well, and they also have the only, um, local mead on tap on the side of the state, it's which fucking is, good. yeah, it's, it's really good. good. They mix the, uh, the Bruce Banner APA from Lost Cabin with the, uh, mead that she, they have. she She-Hulk. Yeah, it's good. It was friggin' awesome. They
1: also have a D and D or a board game room, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Brendan
0: rents it out for D and D, so like, yeah, they have a full on setup. So it is super really... dope in there too. Yeah, so I've been really excited to be able to, uh, to be able to play Overwatch on PC because I don't have a machine for myself at current. And I am, um, just.
1: Mostly PC gamers. Yeah,
0: yeah. So it gives Adrian and I time to actually like sit down and play video games together, other than Overcooked, which is entirely stressful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I've been playing. I've been going to Overclock um, quite a bit, and then also. Um, I went there with a friend recently and we, I got to play Team Fortress 2 for the first time. Oh, shit. Like, since 2012. No, it was terrible. (laughs) It was, like, so much, like, it felt like an old person because I was just, like, wandering around and I was, like, trying to, like, shoot things and, like, trying to, like, it. yeah, like, switching weapons was, like, a weird thing for me. So, it was, like, it was just a whole thing. Um, but that and then, um, also this friend of mine, he's, like, crazy into, like, uh, fighting games and stuff like that, so I've been, like, playing a couple fighting games and then just, like, watching him
1: play. Yeah, you gotta play... come over and play Skullgirls
0: with him. Oh, dude, I'm really excited It's super dope. It. Yeah. Um, but I've just been watching him play Tekken, essentially, and he's been, like, trying to, like, easily, like, like, work me into, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, playing fighting games, like, IRL. we go to the
1: tournament that they're having at Ortax, Yeah, he's competing, so. Oh, yeah, so cool. it'll be super
0: cool. Um, and then, other than that, um... I haven't really been I haven't really been playing anything new unfortunately but it sounds like you've got some
1: uh, yeah. some stuff to talk it's about. It's been a good week for <laughs> gaming for me. Yeah. Um, well, first I played Costume Quest again. Um, it's just a fun casual game. It's super cute. Uh, I played it because it's Halloween time. Yeah, it is spooky game. season. And it's these little kids. They're going door to door trying to find their little brother. Um, mm. And it's the funnest part about it is you collect pieces for costumes, and it's like cardboard costumes, tinfoil costumes. You're, you know, like a, a robot, a ninja, stuff like that. But when you battle the aliens that have taken over and trying to steal all the little kids, um, you have, you turn into an actual robot or an actual unicorn. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, the cutscenes are just... A fucking choice pretty fucking choice bro <laughs> so that's super fun I would recommend it I think there's I know there's a second one but I think there might be a third one too so uh, people like it enough that they keep making new ones yeah. I'll probably get, get another one um, and then I've been playing Dream Daddy which is a dating sim and you are a gay dad Ooh. <laughs> all of the dads have children um, and they vary in uh, age and gender uh, so you just go on all these dates but its I didn't really have high expectations a couple friends of mine got it and uh, told me that I should get it so it did hmm. um, but just like some of the, the references that they have in that game like the people who made it are, we would hang out with them like yeah. all the musical references are fucking dope. Yeah. One of the the Dream Daddies owns a coffee shop, and Ew. all of his uh, coffees are named after like band puns. Okay. Like, like the the first one I ordered was a Godspeed You Black Espresso. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, I'm so here for it. Like I can literally see Luciferian <laughs> Towers right there on my shelf. Yeah. Yes, I'm so, so it's here for it. Super great things like that. Yeah. And then uh, I went on a a trivia date with one of the daddies and the trivia rounds were all weirdly creepily parts of my personality. The first round was literature, the second round was horror movies, and the third round was WWE. Oh my god. Does (laughs) it like have nailed it? (laughs) Does it have like a
0: thing that like is it like a personality sensor or whatever?
1: It's literally written into the game.
0: Oh my God, that fighting game friend just followed us on Twitter. Oh, dope. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, by the way, follow us on Twitter. Um, so we're at, oh, that's my personal. <laughs> <head>. <laughs> um, so we're at Bite Size Podcast. That's B Y T E S I Z E podcast. Um, and we're also, I believe, on Instagram as the same thing. Let me double check really quick.
1: Yeah, sometimes
0: um, we have to throw a D in there. Yeah, there's... We yeah. about that D. Yeah, we, about, we all about that. That <laughs> casual D on the end. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on Instagram, it's the same as well. That's B-Y-T-E-S-I-Z-E podcast, so bite-sized podcast. Um, anyway, so there's not any kind of... Um, any kind of... Like, if you answer, like, you know how some games, like, it's, like, psychological, so, like, you answer specific questions and it, like, picks up on your personality right. and it does that? I mean,
1: you do set up your dad book profile, but all, <laughs> they give you three yeah, options, or three or four options for everything, yeah and it's very specific dad things, like, okay. what do you do on Saturday night? It's like, landscapes stuff like that. So, yeah. if they were able to get from my dad book literature horror movies and WWE, I'd be fucking floors. <laughs> yeah, just like, real freaked, <laughs> yeah. for sure. But it was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. That and then, um, uh, last night, or I guess early this morning, at, uh, like, three this morning, I decided to start playing Thimbleweed Park. hmm Um, it's fucking dope. It's a side-scroller, it's, a uh, throwback graphics, and it takes place in, uh, 1987. It's a murder mystery. Yeah. And, uh, it kind of feels like The X-Files, okay I'm here for it yeah it's super cool and they uh casually at one point mentioned um CompuServe chat rooms so it's very relevant right now (laughs) yeah
0: absolutely (laughs) um I another one that I'm really I haven't downloaded it yet and I keep meaning to um uh it's a 2d platformer well not 2d platformer oh my god what is it um It's, uh, it's like a... Oh, God. Now I'm, I'm having... See, I'm trying to, like, look it up on here, which is... I, oh, my gosh. What's it's it called? blasphemous, I think, is what it's oh, called. No, no, no. Let me just double-check. Blasphemous. Yeah, blasphemous. Um, so, essentially, it's, like... Um, and I saw my friend Nick play a little bit of it, which was really cool. Um, but, essentially, it's, like, a fucking... 2D pixel, oh, 3D-ish the, ish kind yeah. of platformer, um, but it's pretty much just like Bloodborne. And uh, Castlevania oh. had like a crazy baby. Oh, it and looks it's, dope! Oh my gosh, it's like super fucking cool. Obviously, yeah, I mean, I I didn't oh, play like it.
1: Christmas
0: one. a Christmas one. <laughs> one? Aw, cute. Yeah, so it's it's like a crazy horror, brutal, bloody 2D platformer that, like, reminds me, like, a lot of the actions and stuff like that. Like, obviously, I didn't play it myself, so I don't really know, like, the control setup, um, but from what I can see from the small amount that he played of it, it was, like, super fucking cool, and very much, like, a mixture of Castlevania meets fucking Bloodborne, which I am here for. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty much all we've got for this week. So next week, we've already reviewed. We're going to kind of branch out into the 2000s. And, uh, yeah.
1: Um, did you say our email address? Oh,
0: yeah. Um, so (laughs) for, for our next episode, we're essentially, we're going to try and kind of like talk about some early. Um, experiences of some of our listeners on the internet, um, even if it's just friends or hi mom. <laughs> um, but so if you do want to email us, um, just kind of your personal, you know, firsthand experience with... Like your with...
1: first cybering experience. Yeah, your
0: first... Or... Tell me about your first sexual experience on
1: the internet. Or <laughs> <laughs> the, the first, um, your first, like catching that porn
0: on yeah i mean because it's different because like yeah. it's not looking at dad's nudie mags it's yeah. like looking at that crazy like, you when know, did porn you
1: realize site. like oh shit i can do this
0: yeah exactly <laughs> um so you can email us that information at bite-sized bite-sized podcast at gmail.com so that's b-y-t-e-s-i-z-e-d See, we got to throw that D in there. Yeah, yeah. That's Podcast true. at gmail.com. Um, so we'd really love it if some people, and we'll post this on our Twitter and our Instagram as well, just uh, kind of okay. hit us up on <laughs> any of our messaging platforms or email um, and just give us those uh, experiences so that we can start off our episode. Those deets, those sweet D dee deets. <laughs> sweet D dee deets on the internet, <laughs> via the internet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell us about your porn internet using the internet.
0: <laughs> oh my
1: god. <laughs> oh no!
0: I just uh, uh, my friend just messaged me and I was like, "I was like, hey, I want to watch something." And he's like, "I've been watching your video about Laura Croft's titties." <laughs> I was like, "Yes." Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> we did that. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening, and we're excited to see your responses. And uh, we will see you in two weeks. Yeah. Bye. Bye.